friend. Who say to you? Starboard side! Starboard side! Starboard side! You're on the starboard side. Watch starboard. Hello, my fellow Floridians. Welcome to the starboard side. I am your host, Jake. I, I don't mean to frighten you this early in the show or, or get you worked up, uh, but I do have to warn you that something very dangerous is about to cross the border into the United States. Its name very well might be Alberto, but in this case, uh, I'm not talking about an MS-13 gang member, some animal. In this case, I am talking about a tropical depression, or as the politically correct left would call it, a uh, low-pressure collective. So, uh, anyway, I, I hope you guys didn't have too many uh, good outdoor plans for Memorial Day weekend. Looks like it's going to get soggy. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much for tuning into the show today. Uh, we've got a few things to talk about. First on the list is this new Reuters poll. Uh, this came out recently, and it says that uh, since March, the percentage of American adults who support strong or moderate regulations or restrictions for firearms has gone down from 75% to 69%. Now, first of all, let's clarify one thing. That, that 69%, supposedly, where, where the, the sentiment of American adults is now, uh, that is a largely inflated number. Uh, ben Shapiro points this out frequently, that, that the, the wording of this poll, which says, uh, uh, support strong or moderate regulations or restrictions for firearms, that is very, very vague. A lot of people are going to say, oh, yes, I support moderate regulations or moderate restrictions for firearms, until you tell them what that actually means. Right, until you tell them that means being put on a list or uh, waiting periods, et cetera, et cetera. Until you get to the specific uh, policy prescriptions, uh, you can't really get an accurate representation uh, of the gun control debate in this country. But uh, that being said, the the poll has gone down. The support for gun, uh, gun control has gone down since the Parkland shooting has settled in a bit. And And what do you think that tells us? Do you think that perhaps that illustrates uh, the idea that this gun control push, this this movement, so to speak, is just an emotional response? Do you think this maybe uh, alludes to the idea that, uh, logically speaking, gun control is insane? I mean, it should be pointed out that this poll was taken before the Santa Fe shooting, but the Santa Fe shooting puts a nail in this coffin. It proves that banning assault rifles, quote-unquote, is not the answer. It's obvious that they are losing this debate. And as, as long as time goes on and, and things move forward and, and that emotional response calms down, people's logical brains kick in and they realize that this is a losing fight for them. Uh, although that is not going to stop people at the New York Times, of course, uh, who put out this article recently. This is uh, from a gentleman of the name Carl T. Bogus. He is a uh, professor of law at Roger Williams University. No big surprise there. He's a uh, professor. But the title of his article is, Was Slavery a Factor in the Second Amendment? His basic argument here is that because uh, states like Virginia and, and other states in the South, because they used their militias to, to help uh, keep slaves in order, so to speak. There were a couple uh, of slave uprisings in which the, the state militias came in and, and quelled those. Uh, but because the, the states used their militias for that reason, and because the Second Amendment specifically uh, mentions a well-regulated militia, for that reason, the Second Amendment was written, of course, to keep slaves down. I, I mean, I thought that was, that was obvious. 
I, you know what this reminds me of? Have you ever uh, seen the side bets that go on during the Super Bowl? You know, obviously there's the spread and all that, you know, the actual sports betting stuff. But during the Super Bowl, especially, people have these side bets, like uh, what color dress will X person be wearing? Uh, but specifically, how long will the, the singer's rendition of the national anthem be? That That's a popular bet. I think we can start playing this game with certain political arguments from people on the left, right? How long is it going to take before they pull the racism card? Now, I'm surprised it's taken them this long in this gun debate because uh, they are out of arguments, they're out of ideas. It's been demonstrated that their plans won't work uh, to stop any sort of gun violence. So, uh, yeah, of course they're going to pull that card out. It, it is very frustrating, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that I think uh, the days of pulling the racism card and, and people on the right just bowing to it, uh, I think those days are coming to an end. So, good stuff there. Uh, on to a bit of Florida news. After all, this is a Florida show. Uh, and it should be mentioned in case people are new listening to this. Uh, this show is is designed to be, it's meant to be, uh, all about Florida politics, uh, specifically Tampa Bay area politics right now. Uh, although once our resources grow, we can start getting more in-depth on, on other cities in the state. But uh, we'll cover national stories. But yeah, at its heart, this this show is, uh, is designed to hopefully educate and entertain uh, people interested in Florida politics. So... In the spirit of that, this next story is all about potential Democratic gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gillum. Now, this is the time when it's really important uh, that we're paying attention to uh, the governor's race on the Democratic side. There's four people. It's a highly contested race. These guys are going in and after each other. And so this is the time to pay attention to this stuff because uh, once they pick their nominee, uh, all this mud that they've been slinging back and forth, a lot of that's going to fall off uh, for people who haven't been paying attention. Uh, but this is one of those moments uh, where it's important that we pay attention to Gillum because recently uh, it was just announced, actually, that he is being endorsed by a couple of political organizations. But the specific one I want to talk about uh, is the Working Families Party. So this guy, this Andrew Gillum character, he is a real deal Bernie, San uh, Bernie Sanders socialist. Okay, this guy wants to bring that to the state of Florida. He wants to be our governor, preside over uh, $15 an hour minimum wage, uh, $50,000 starting pay for all teachers, all, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Uh, and this just further cements this idea. This Working Families Party is a straight-up Marxist communist organization. I mean, just look at the name. The Working Families Party. Workers United, uh, May Day, etc., etc. This is straight-up pinko commie garbage, uh, and this guy is being directly endorsed by this group. So uh, these are the things to pay attention to, to keep in mind, uh, to bring up to people. Uh, you know, when if and when Andrew Gillum becomes uh, the Democratic gubernatorial candidate, you go around and you're talking to your family members, to your friends about who they're uh, going to vote for. Uh, this is one of these things that you can bring up that uh, yes this guy says all this stuff but if you don't believe that he's a true uh, communist a true pinko socialist uh, you know here, here's your proof so we will do our best to keep you guys informed of this stuff uh, but the only way that we're going to be able to do that is if you come by uh, if you listen to the show and if you interact with us online uh, you could do that at starboard double underscore side on twitter uh, the facebook page facebook.com slash the starboard side and of course at the starboard side.com uh, very soon i think we're going to be launching our instagram and, and doing some other stuff like that so keep an eye out for that as well 
Uh, if you're listening to this through a, a Facebook or a Twitter link, by the way, uh, you can always subscribe on iTunes, on Google Play. So do that right on your phone. It makes it really easy to listen. Uh, and, or if you'd rather, of course, we're on SoundCloud as well. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please stay safe out there this weekend. It's going to get a little nasty. Uh, maybe stock up on a little bit of food, a little bit of water, some candles and all that. But otherwise, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening. This has been The Starboard Side. Thank <laughs> you.